and welcome back to the In the Spotlight podcast. I'm your host, Samayar Khan. It's Saturday, May 16th, 2020, and episode 19 in self-isolation. It's been a while, so let's get into the news for today. Let's do a COVID-19 recap of the week. On Monday, there were 308 new cases of COVID-19 in Ontario. On Tuesday, there were 361. On Wednesday, there were 329. On Thursday, there were 345. And on Friday, there were 341. And today, Ontario has reported 391 new cases of COVID-19 and 33 additional deaths bringing the provincial total to 22,300 cases and 16,641 recovered. There are 75,792 cases in Canada with 37,759 recovered. On Tuesday, May 19th, Ontario will begin its first stage of reopening their economy. Premier of Ontario Doug Ford explains, We can reopen retail stores with street entrance that are not located in shopping malls with strict social distancing measures in place. Certain seasonal venues, including outdoor sports fields, tennis courts, and off-leash dog parks, vets and other pet services, such as pet grooming by appointment only, animal shelters, household services, such as cleaning and maintenance, certain health and medical services, including scheduled surgeries and in-person counselling. We'll also lift the essential construction limits to allow all construction to resume. Yesterday, the Canada Emergency Student Benefit was released for post-secondary students, recent post-secondary graduates, and high school graduates that are unable to find work during this difficult time. This week, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau addressed the public about the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit and plans to take action later on amidst the fraudulent COVID-19 benefit claims. He explains, If we had asked the public service to perform background checks on everyone applying for the CERB, we'd still be waiting to get those checks out. And people needed that money. Now they needed that money last month when we delivered it. So saying, we have put in strong measures to ensure that anyone who is trying to defraud the system will get caught and there will be consequences. But that was not our priority. Our priority was helping people immediately and the fraud measures will kick in in the coming months. And that was the news for today. So let's talk about the highlight of my day. I don't know about you guys, but this quarantine has me watching a lot of TV shows. I'm one of those people that watches Netflix, but I watch so many cable TV shows. It's crazy. And when we're watching TV shows, there comes a bittersweet moment and time where some of our favorite shows have to come to an end. I'm talking about season finales, people. Oh, yes. We hate that they have to end, but we love a good ending. My favorite shows right now are American Idol, The Voice, The Masked Singer, and Blackish. For the next few episodes, I'm going to be documenting the upcoming season finales of my favorite shows. This segment is called Upcoming Season Finales American Idol Edition. 
Now, I've been watching American Idol since season 3, since Fantasia Barino won, and it's been one of my favorite shows since I was a kid. I love the original three judges, Randy Jackson, Paula Abdul, and Simon Cowell, but the judges right now are amazing too. I love Lionel Richie, he's an absolute legend, the Commodores, absolute legends. And Katy Perry and Luke Bryan have amazing music. So you're getting three different genres. So you're getting R&B, you're getting pop, and you're getting country style musicians to judge American Idol, which is amazing. And also the judges have a great chemistry and it makes it so entertaining. They also have a great um, relationship with Ryan Seacrest. So it's really cool to see. This season was awesome from the auditions to Hollywood Week to Hawaii and the performances that they did, like the at-home editions, were really, really cool. There was a variety of singers from different genres. I think this season had the youngest talent because last year there was a lot of young talent but this year there were a lot of 17 year olds listen to me there were 17 year old girls that were singing like grown women okay this was crazy amazing there were people singing big songs there were people singing tina turner songs whitney houston and they were just belting it and i was like yes yes get it it's amazing um to see and it was it was pretty crazy like this season was solid there was a lot of talent this season they also had a lot of filler episodes for like two weeks because i guess american idol and abc were trying to figure out what they were going to do and how they were going to go about doing the show amidst covid19 and like the pandemic and stuff so it was kind of crazy like to see how they set it up how they sent people mics and like cameras and tripods for them to have their best performance from home. So this is how each at-home episode had to work. Because they had so many filler episodes, I guess they didn't have time to finish the entire show in its entirety like usually they eliminate one or two people a week but this time in each episode they had to eliminate at least four people a week they went from a top 11 to a top seven and this week they're going from a top seven to a top three to announce the winners the top seven contestants are all amazing this includes julia gargano louis knight francisco martin dylan james Johnny West, Arthur Gunn, and Just Sam. All these singers are great, but my prediction is that Just Sam, Arthur Gunn, and Dylan James will make it into the top three. They're my personal favorites right now, and let me tell you why. They get voted in every week, and Just Sam is one of my favorites because she has a soulful voice, and she can literally sing anything. When American Idol went to Hawaii, she sang Como La Flor by Selena, and it was amazing. The audience was vibing to it. Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, and Lionel Richie were surprised because they knew she could sing, but they didn't know she can sing in Spanish. She also revealed that she herself cannot speak Spanish, but she sang in Spanish for that particular song because the song's in Spanish. And her pronunciation was so good and she killed it. It was so good. And the second contestant is Arthur Gunn. He has a really cool country slash rock and roll vibe. He also likes a lot of Bob Marley and reggae music. And I remember last episode, Lionel Richie said something really cool. And he said that Arthur Gunn can sing the phone book, which means he can sing anything. And it's true. He's a personal favorite of mine because he can take songs and make it his own and make it his own rendition and that is so important especially in the music industry like you want to be different all the time and it's it's just so cool to see and 
the at-home performances are killer. The next one that I want to go into the top three is Dylan James. He has such a cool voice. Katy Perry said he's like a country post Malone and that's the exact way to describe him and the genre of the music that he sings because he's very chill but also has like he could do different things with his voice and he's really really cool and I love that these three contestants are so different in their respective genres and keep in mind the top three hasn't been announced yet and will be announced tomorrow so this is just my prediction. I can't wait for tomorrow's finale because there's going to be so many different performers including previous American Idol contestants like Jordan Sparks, Fantasia, Alejandro from last season, Gabby Barrett and so many more. I think the judges will be performing too. I think Lionel Richie will be performing something and so is Luke Bryan. I'm not sure about Katy Perry but I'm just so excited to see who the winner is tomorrow and with that that brings us to the end of episode 19 of the In the Spotlight podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes coming up on season 4 finales maybe and stay home and stay safe i'm samayar khan and i'm signing off